This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, good morning everyone. Shalom Aleichem, Bruch Thanks for joining today. Today we're going to uh, speak out a very important Indian regarding Daf Pei Aleph, Pei Beis. And that is, uh, the Gemara was discussing the Shita Rabbi Yochanan. The Gemara presumed that Rabbi Yochanan held Truma B'zmanazez Doiraisa. And the Gemara asked on Rabbi Yochanan from a Brisa that seems to indicate that you could be lenient Lagabe Truma, which uh, could only be explained if you hold Truma's Durabanon. And basically, Rabbi Yochanan said that he personally holds Truma's Manazez is Durabanon. However, when he said it's Doiraisa, he's working the Fidashita of Rabbi Yossi. And we know Rabbi Yossi holds Truma as Doiraisa, because Rabbi Yossi is the author of Seder Oilam, an important idea. Rabbi Yossi authored Seder Oilam. And in Seder Oilam it says, on the Pasuk Asher Yerushua Avesech of Yerushta, there was a first Yerusha. When they inherited the lands in the time of Yeshua, there was a second Yerusha when they inherited the land in the time of Ezra. There will not need to be a third Yerusha because the, the Kedusha of Ezra is La'asad Lavai. And yesterday on Shabbos we were uh, reviewing the Gemara and we quoted the Shita of the Rambam. And the Rambam uh, seems to argue on Rashi. Rashi learns that why is Yehoshua's Yerusha not forever? Because it says, Asher Yarshu Avesecha Virishta, it's Xeris HaKosov. That after Yehoshua's Yerusha, there's another Yerusha. But after Ezra's Yerusha, there's no other Yerusha. That's the simple uh, meaning according to Rashi. Rashi says, Bimei Yeshua have a Yerusha, V'chein Shniya Bimei Ezra. But Shlish is Einlohem, they don't have to Yarshin it. This Pasuk is teaching me, Rashi says, V'ashma Inan Ha'ikra Deloi Batla Kedusha Sa'aretz Begalos Titos. The Chidush of the Pasuk of Ashar Yarshu Abaysech of Yerushta is that there will not need to be a third Yerusha. It's Xeris HaKasar. However, we spoke out yesterday the Shita of the Ramam. We'll see it inside in a moment. Oh, I didn't. Uh, I got to get it out for you. I got to. I got to get it. <laughs> um. Let's see. Let me bring it up. Um. The Shita of the Rambam is that the difference between uh, Kibo, uh, the Yerusha of Yehoshua and the Yerusha of Ezra is in the way that Yehoshua uh, took over Eretz Yisrael in contradistinction to Ezra. Yehoshua took over the land differently than Ezra did. How's that? Here, I'm going to bring it up here. Here we go. Okay. Says the Rambam. 
The Rambam is found in Hilchais Beis Habachira, Parak Vav Halacha Tezayin. Says the Rambam, "V'lamani Oimer b'Mikdash for Yushalayim." Why do I say when it comes to Kedushas Hamikdash, Kedushas Yushalayim, it's La'asid Lavai? And he says, "Well, Lefisha b'Kedushas Kedushas Hamikdash Yushalayim, the Kedusha the base of Mikdash in Yushalayim is Mibnei Hashchina." The Shechina is never battle. That's why the Pasuk says, I will lay desolate your holy places. Even though they're desolate, they remain under Kedusha. Aval says the Rambam, the Chiyuv of Kedusha's of the rest of Eretz Yisrael, Ava Chiyuv HaOretz, B'Shviyas of Amasar, the Chiyuv of Eretz Yisrael, and Shemitah Amasar, Enoi Ela Memnei Shehu Kavush Rabim. It's only because it was conquered. V'Kivan Shenilkecha HaOretz Mideyem. It was conquered in the times of Yeshua. And once the land was taken away from them, Batal HaKibosh, the Kibosh is... Batal, v'niftaram in Torah, and it's no longer chayiv, and meiser and shvius. Shaharei enam in Eretz Yisrael. It's not from Eretz Yisrael. Says the Rambam, Kedushas Eretz Yisrael is different than Kedushas Yushalayim. Kedushas Yushalayim and Kedushas Hamikdash is because of the Shechina. And the Shechina is never Batal. That is why, according to the Rambam, one is not allowed to go to the Harabayas. And if one goes to the Harabayas, Bizman Hazeh, where the Chshash of Tumah, there's a Chiyav Kares. That's Shita Sarambam. The Ravid seems to disagree with that, but the Shita of the Rambam is that the Kedusha Samikdash is because of Kedusha Hashchina, and the Shechina is never a battle. However, Kedusha Eretz Yisrael is because of the conquering of Eretz Yisrael. But once Eretz Yisrael was taken back in the times of Nebuchadnezzar, so then Eretz Yisrael lost its Kedusha. It's not Eretz Yisrael anymore. According to the Rambam, in the 70 years between Golos, uh, the Bayis Rishon Malisheni, it was not Eretz Yisrael. However, Ezra came up, B'kibon Sha'Allah Ezra, and he sanctified it. He didn't sanctify it, B'kibosh. He, he sanctified it with Chazaka, Shechzikuba. Oh, why is this cut off here? Therefore, mm, sorry, I'll read to you. Any place that the Oile Babel took place of. That is sanctified today. And even though the land was taken away from them, from Ezra, in the manner that the Ramam explained in Hochash Shuma. So the Ramam is saying as follows. Yehoshua sanctified Eretz Yisrael differently than Ezra. Yehoshua sanctified it with conquering. So therefore, so long as it's conquered, it belongs to us. When the nations of the world conquer it from us, it's, it doesn't belong to us, and it doesn't have Kedushas Eretz Yisrael. Masha'in Kin Ezra, he sanctified Eretz Yisrael with a different process, not through Kibush, but through Chazaka. Chazaka means merely walking through it, taking possession of the land. And for some reason, that is never Bata. So we spoke out the Shita of the Rambam Shabbos. Again, get the words of the Rambam clear. The Kitsha Rishayna is through Kibush. So when the Goyim reconquered, it lost its Kedusha. Kitsha Shnia is through Chazaka. And therefore that lasts the test of time. So 
Uh, yesterday during the shir, uh, Rabbi Ari Leib Fest asked, "What's the difference if Kitsha Shnia, if the second kedusha is through taking possession of the land, then why don't we say the same thing? So when the goyim came in and they took possession of the land, so they took it back. <laughs> I mean." That that's, uh, should be the natural question. In other words, if the first Kedusha was through conquest, so the Rambam says, the conquest of the Goyim removed it from that status. So why don't we say the same thing with Chazaka? The second Kedusha was through taking possession. So when the Goyim took possession of the land, they should, uh, they should get it back. Furthermore, you could ask, in the times of the first, if for some reason you say that taking possession is more powerful, then... In the times of the first Beis HaMikdash, besides the, uh, besides the fact that they conquered it, they also took possession. So very nice, the Goyim reconquered it, but we took possession of the land, so that should stand the test of time. And basically we have over here the Kesef Mishnah. You know who wrote the Kesef Mishnah on the Rambam, the Beis Yosef? And he basically says he has absolutely no idea what the Rambam is talking about. He says, "Any yodea, I don't know. Ma chazaka gadal kibush. How is the strength of chazaka greater than the strength of conquering? Why don't we say bechazaka gamkein? This is Ari Leib's question. Why don't we say bechazaka also? When the land was taken from us, butla chazaka, the chazaka is butol v'su. So that's question number one. How is chazaka better than kibush? Why don't we say the same thing? When the Goyim took the land from us, the Chazaka is off. Vesu, and furthermore, Barishayna in the times of the first base of Mikdash, Sheneskad Shabekibosh, that it was conquered with conquest, V'chiloi Hayasham Chazaka. Was there no Chazaka in times of Bayas Rishon? Atu mi adifa Chazaka, Beloi Kibosh, Me Chazaka im Kibosh. Is Chazaka without conquering in the times of the second base of Mikdash greater than Chazaka with conquering in the times of the first base of Mikdash? The Tzarech Le'ion says the Kesamishnah. Bottom line is, I have no idea what the Ramam's talking about. Again, question number one is when the Goyim took the land back from us, why did they not nullify Kedusha Saratz Yisrael in the times of the second base of Mikdash? And question number two is in times of the first base of Mikdash, aside from conquering it, they also took possession. So why is taking possession without conquering better than conquering and taking possession? That's the question of the Beis Yosef, the Kesef Mishnah on the Rambam, and today we're going to try to offer the three main approaches in this Shas Sugya. Okay, this is a Sugya throughout Shas. Um, I believe... For those learning Daf Yoimi, this was a sugya brought up in Masech the Megillah by the Kitshurishan and Kitshurishan and Kitshurishan and it's in a number of other places as well. So the first shita here is the Taisus Yamtif in Masech the Idyais. The Taisus Yamtif, by the way, the Drasha of Hashimoisius Mikdashechem is in Megillah and Daf Chavches. And uh, but elsewhere in Megillah it also talks about the, the sugya of Kitshulishana, Kitshulishada, Kitshulas Lavai with Beis Chonyo. And therefore we say um, the Tzayyamdiv quotes the Kesef Mishnah. He says uh, number one, I don't know why Chazak is better than Kibush, and why is Chazak without Kibush better than Chazak with Kibush. Venerally Latarit says the Tzayyamdiv, I would offer the following tarets. 
The Svirale, the opinion of the Rambam is, the Kibush Nochrim Asa Umevatel Kibush Yisrael. The conquering of Goyim comes and is Mevatel, the conquering of Jews. So the Jews conquered the land of Israel in times of Yeshua, and the Goyim reconquered it from us. Masha'inkin Bechazaka, as opposed to Bechazaka, Shechziku Miyad Melech Paras. That they took possession of it from the king of Persia. Let's talk about how did the Jews get Eretz Yisrael in times of the Bayasheni? They were given permission, authorization from Kairesh. So they were given permission. The times of the second base Hamikdash, someone gave it to them. So since someone gave it to them, someone gave it to them with das. So how you mevatel that? In the times of Bayis Rishon, we sort of stole it, we conquered it, so someone could come and reconquer it. In the times of Bayis Sheni, someone gave it to us as a gift, so somebody else can't come and take it away. It's still ours. In other words, if we got something through, you know, the law of the jungle, so fine, we got through the law of the jungle. So somebody else could come along and say, you know, um, the winner takes all. You won it before now, we won it. Uh, what's the law? You know, the, the strongest animal in the jungle wins. So in the times of Azusha, we took it with Chazaka, so someone else could come and take it. With a different, we got it with conquering. Someone else could conquer it from us. Times of Ayesrishan, we use the law of the jungle. So, and we get it as long as nobody could grab it away from us. Once someone grabs it away from us, it's theirs. But in the second base, second base of Mikdash, someone gave it to us with Rishus. Someone gave us a gift. So, nobody could take it away. There's a, there's a Das Nois in here. So you say, come on, in times of Ayesrishan, God gave it to us. Don't ask me. Don't ask, but God gave it to us sometimes in the first place to make. You could ask, you could respond. God gave the Jewish people the land. But the same God who gave us the land told the prophets that the land will be taken away from us. God also told us to the prophets that the destroyers will come and take it. He also prophesied that Koresh would give it to us. However, so you say it, but God also prophesied that the land will be taken from us in times of the second race. There's no, says the Toysus Yomtev. There's no prophecy like that. But the fact that the Romans would take the second, uh, the land from us in times of the Bayeshini, we don't find an explicit prophecy. They took it from us unlawfully. And land cannot be stolen. <coughs> Very difficult approach to explain this Ramam. Namely, the first Beis HaMikdash was taken 
through the law of the jungle. So the Goyim come and they use the same uh, game and they take it from us. Second base of Mikdash, we got it with permission. Someone gave it to us. Someone gives you a gift. Nobody could take it away, rightfully. So you say in the first base of Mikdash, God gave us a gift. Yeah, but the same God prophesied that it would be taken away. Yeah, but He also prophesied that it would be given back in the times of Bayashani. Doesn't that mean He also prophesied it would be taken away? No. There's no explicit prophecy that the, the second base of Mikdash would be destroyed and the land would be taken away in Bayashani. That's very hard to accept. There's no prophecy that there would be a Churban Bayas Sheni? According to most, there wasn't even supposed to be a second Beis HaMikdash to begin with. Second Beis HaMikdash was just a short reprieve to get us through the Galos. But to say that there's Nevuah on the giving of Eretz Yisrael in the times of Bayas Rishon, and the destruction of Bayas Sheni, and the giving it back in Bayas Sheni, and there's no Nevuah about the Churban Bayas Sheni. It's a very interesting approach. The Shoyal Umeshev, Rabbi Yosef Shal Levi Natanzan, and Shaila Chelek Aleph, Simon Kuvchav Dalit. He basically paraphrases this Toysus Yamtif. He says, Vikasu Achroinim Biur Hadavar. The Achroinim write the following explanation. Dibish Lama Oz. Lahir Shalanu Akam. Bishlama in the times of the first base Hamikdash, the Goyim never gave us Rishos. Rak Shalakachnu Bechazaka. We took it by force. So there was no third party that transferred ownership to us, so Loihaya Mayal Hachazaka. That's why taking possession didn't work. It only worked through the conquering. You can't just take possession of a land unless someone gives it to you. So no one gave it to us in times of Ayas Rishon. So the only thing we could do is conquer. So it was reconquered. But in times of Ezra, that Koresh gave us Rishos, there is a Dasa Cheres Makne. So therefore the Chazaka helps even La'asad Lavai. So it comes out in times of Yeshua, Chazaka didn't help. All it was was Kibosh. Now, then it comes out any place that Goyim were living, then the uh, Nisinas Rishus didn't help. And it comes out, the Shalmesh wants to be Mechadesh that a Jew would not be able to build a sukkah in Eretz Yisrael in an area that the Goyim did not relinquish because it didn't belong to us. Okay, so that's approach number one. You got it? Approach number one is times of the first base Hamikdash, we use law of the jungle. So law of the jungle takes it away. Times of the second base Hamikdash, someone gave it to us. Someone gave it to us, nobody could take it away. Is there a way to flip this? Yeah, okay. By the way, my hand is not actually printed in the Gemara. That's an, a special feature over here. Let's see approach number two. Let's move this over here. Okay. Why didn't this come out? Oh, like this. Ah. You ready? Approach number two is the Radvaz. Rav David ben Zimra. 
Ben Zimra was a resident of Tzfas. He moved to Cairo. He was the Rav of Cairo for 40 years. He wrote more than 2,500 Shubas. He's the Rebbe of the Shittim Mekubetzes. And of course, the Rebbe of the Arizal. He's the Rebbe of the Arizal. Says Radvaz. The Radvaz has a famous Tshuva about Ethiopian Jewry. That they come from Shevet Dun. That uh, Shevet Dun was sent uh, in the times of Shlomei HaMelech to uh, scout out the world. And uh, they were Megayar women in Ethiopia. And that's where Ethiopian Jewry comes from. Dun, this week's Parsha. Dun Ya, maybe it's a good share for Parsha Svayichi. Dun Ya Din Amai Ka'achat Shifte Yisrael. Okay. Cesar Advaz, Venera Ladaitoi. What's the Pshan in the Rambam? This is wild. Lefi Shaloi Kitshua Bepeh. Yeshua did not sanctify Eretz with his mouth. Ella Bimei Ezra Kitshua Bepeh. Only in times of Ezra they sanctify with their mouth. Eretz Yisrael only has Kedushas Oilam if you're Mekadeshit Bepeh. So you, you could still ask. Why didn't Yeshua sanctify it for all times? Let's see if anybody knows the answer to this question. We sort of had this in Yavamas, like on Daf Mem Ches or something. Or earlier, early maybe Yud Aleph, Yud Gimel, where the Gemara said, Remember the Chazal tell us, um, that Ezra purposely did not conquer certain lands in the times of Bayashini, because any land that Ezra conquered is Chayv and Shuma Meiser and Shvius, and where will, what will Aniim eat during Shemitah? So Ezra purposely didn't conquer some lands so that the Aniim will be able uh, to, to do something during Shemitah. So that's the reason why Yeshua was not Mekadesh Eretz Yisrael, because he knew it would be destroyed, and if he would be Mekadesh forever, what would the Aniyim do during Shemitah? And therefore, Yeshua wanted to give them an option that when, uh, when, when, that the Kedusha would become Batal. Yeshua knew that ultimately our soul be destroyed. If he would sanctify it forever, and this is the very reason. That's why in times of Ezra they didn't sanctify certain areas. This is the Shita of the Radbaz. Then times of Bayis Rishon they didn't. They were not Mekadesh and therefore it's not La'olam. Now where the Radbaz sees this in the Rambam. The Rambam says the first base of Mikdash was, was the first entrance. The land was sanctified through Kibush. The second entrance, it was sanctified through Chazaka. And therefore, in the first times of the first base of Mikdash, if Goyim come and reconquer it, it's theirs. In the times of the second base of Mikdash, it's not theirs because it was conquered through Chazaka. Does the Rambam say anything about Kedushas Hapeh? Conquering means not bepeh, and chazaka means bepeh? 
Where does the Radvaz even see an inkling of this approach in the words of the Rambam? But this is the approach of the Radvaz. And it seems like the Dvar Avram has major issues with this. The, actually, the Devar Avram has major questions on the Toysus Yom Tov. Let's see if we could flip this. Okay. Um, so the Devar Avram, he quotes the Rambam. He quotes the Kesav Mishnah's question on the Rambam. He quotes the Toysus Yom Tov in Idyos. He says, Avol Dvarav Merafs and Igri Mitchlasen Basically, he says the words of Toysus Yom Tov are difficult and impossible to explain from beginning to end. He asked the obvious question, what's the main nekuda of the Toysus Yom Tif? Then the times of the Bayesheni, someone gave us a gift. And therefore, if someone gives you a gift, someone can't take it away. But a question, where did Koyresh get Eretz Yisrael from that he was entitled to give us a gift? He got it from Bavel. Meaning, he got it through the law of the jungle. So how is his power in giving us Eretz Yisrael stronger than where he got it from? If he was able to take it away from the Babylonians, and then he gave it to the Jews, so then why can't someone take it away from the Jews? No! Can't take it away from the Jews! Because the Persians gave it to us as a gift. Yeah, but they got it. How did they get it? They got it through law of the jungle. So we'll come along and take it away. The Mamahani Shemalach Paras Nasan Rishon Chazaka Midas Hanoisein. Well, how does it help that the king of Persia gave permission and there's a chazaka with the rishus of the giver? He didn't conquer it. He didn't acquire it. He had no merit. His merit only was effective when the previous conquest was over. Question, could somebody have come along and taken away from Kairesh? Yeah, the, the Greeks or the Romans, could they have conquered it from Kairesh? Of course, because Kairesh got it through law of the jungle, so the Romans could get it from them. No, but they can't get it from the Jews because Kairesh gave it as a gift. How could the Jewish people's share in Eretz Yisrael be any stronger than the one who gave it to them? The Romans could have taken it away from the Persians. Why can't they take it away from the Jews? That's the Dvar of Rams Kasha. Because of that, he says a similar approach to, to um, the, Tosis, uh, the Radvaz. This is a very rare sugya where it seems like Reb Chaim Brisker, despite the fact that he came well after the Toysus Yamtif and well after the Radvaz, the Radvaz was Kamada Rishain, Reb Chaim seems to have, have nailed Pshad in the Rambam. And who am I to say which Pshad is better? But I think, uh, as we'll see, Reb Chaim offers a Pshad. You see, the, the uh, Toysus Yamtif is very difficult. Toysus Yamtif, in times of the first base Hamikdash, 
someone gave it, uh, someone gave it to us. Times of the second base Hamikdash, times of the first base Hamikdash, it was just conquered. But in times of the second base Hamikdash, someone gave it to us. Is that what the Rambam says? Listen to how Reb Chaim Brisker says it and the application of the Briskerav. Hopefully we could uh, get through this. This is Chidushe Hagrach, Masech de Gitin, Dafnem Zayin. This is Chidushe Hagrach on Shas. Um, Halt cup over here. There's Yushami and Shvius on a Pasuk. By the way, I alluded to this in the Shabbos here. It says, I will benefit you and I will do better to you. I will increase you more than your forefathers. It's a Pasuk. The end of Devarim. They did not have the yoke of sovereignty over them. You will be better. The Sifri says, the Yushami says, I believe it's also a Sifri, if I'm not mistaken, that God tells the Jews who come up in the time of the second base of Mikdash that they will be in a way greater than in the times of the first Beis HaMikdash. How? Says Reb Chaim, A new din has been innovated in times of the second taking possession of the land. Look in the Rambam, He says, the first Yerusha was through conquering. And once the conquering was batal, the Kedusha is batal. But the second Yerusha was through Chazaka, Chazaka is not batal. And look at the Mepharshim. They don't bring any Makar or any Yisoyed to these Devarim. Says Reb Chaim, it's Pashut that the source of the Ramam is the Yushalmi. Namely, that there's Neschadesh din Meyuchad, a new din has been innovated, to that Lekidush v'Yerusha Shnia, that the sanctification and taking possession of Arizona in the time of Sanctus Mikdash, Ein Tzaruch Lekibush. It doesn't need conquest. There is no conquest. <laughs> in the times of the first base Hamikdash, they were autonomous. So they needed to conquer. Times of the second base Hamikdash, they were under the authority of the Persian uh, government. So it was impossible to conquer. But God said, you're going to get Eretz Yisrael without conquering. This is Xeris HaKosa, Ve'hitivacha, Ve'herbacha Me'yambaysecha. Now, the truth is, this Xeris HaKosa, it never said when it took place. When was it fulfilled? Ube'emes, Dibikra, Ze'enim Afurshalis, it's not Neschadesh Adin. It never says when this Din was Neschadesh. Says Reb Chaim, it seems that it's not Toloi at all, and in time, the din is just said, is referring to the first sanctification needs to be through conquest. The second sanctification on that land is through chazaka. Therefore, the Gemara discusses Syria, Surya, Bedin Kibush Yachid Ishmei Kibush. If the conquest of an individual is a conquest, the Imshmei Kibush, if it's a conquest, then it was conquered the first time through conquest. And then it's like the rest of Eretz Yisrael that we say, And in times of Ezra, it's like Eretz Yisrael. But if it's not Shaykh Kibush, and it comes out there was no Kedusha Rishayna, 
And Kedusha Rishonah needs to be Dafka Yidei Kibosh. Then in times of Ezra, there was no Kibosh. Okay, so that's Reb Chaim. Reb Chaim says an amazing, uh, Reb Chaim has an amazing discovery. There's a Yushalmi in Shviyas, that Darshan's Apostolic, Ve'etivacha, Ve'herbacha, Me'avaysacha, that basically, during times of first place, that you need conquering, and that's a, you're autonomous, so conquering is possible. In times of second base Mikdash, all they needed is Chazaka to take possession of the land. And the Briskarav famously reads this Reb Chaim into the words of the Navi in the Haftarah of Chanukah. Bear with me, this is Ayam Venoira. So again, basically today we're going to learn three Perushim in the Rambam. Perush number one is a Toysus Yamtif. In the times of the Bayis Rishain, it was against the will of the government. And it had to be through Kibush. There was no Dasa Acheres. And therefore someone else could come along. In the times of Bayesheni, it was through Dasa Acheres Makna Oisai. The Radvaz learned in the times of Bayis Rishain was through conquest. There was no Kedusha Bepeh. In the times of Bayesheni, it was Kedusha Bepeh. And Reb Chaim learns that it's a matter of a Gzeris HaKosov. That more Koyach was invested in the uh, sanctification and taking possession of the land in times of the second base of Mikdash. And it's derived from a Gzeris HaKosov in Devarim, Veheitivacha, Veherbacha, Meyavaysacha. Now let's look how this, this fits into the Novi. Vayo So Zechariah said, he said to me, what do you see? The angel said, what do you see, Zechariah? I see a golden candelabra with a design on its head and seven lamps upon it. And Shiva Vishiva Mutsakais with seven tubes pouring into the Nerois. With two olives upon it, one on the right side and one on the left side. And then the Malach said to Zechariah, No, what are you looking at? Do you understand what you're looking at? And I, and I said, uh, I actually have no idea. And the Malach said, well, let me tell you. There's the word of God. Now with strength, now with force. And the Briskarov says, this is a prophecy of the Rambam. Zerubavel is one who conquers on times of Ayasheni. It wasn't Bekivosh. Kiem Beruchi, it was with Chazaka. And now we're going to get an insight into what the Chazaka was. Look in the Briskarav on Zechariah. This is Ayam Venoira. The, the Lamdus of Rab Chaim can only be explained if you read the Psukkah. Okay, so you have this story where the Malach says to Zechariah, What do you see? And Zechariah says, Oh, I see a Menoira with this design on top of it, with two olives on top of it. And the mouth said, do you know what you're looking at? And I said, I have no clue. And the mouth said, Says the Briskarav, what is the response here? 
what is the Malach saying? Do you know what this is? And the, and the prophet says, no idea. This is all prophecy. Says the Briskarov, this whole prophecy was about the second base of Mikdash. And God shows the Kain Gadol, the Menorah on the base of Mikdash, and the two olive branches. Two olive branches are the king and the Kain Gadol that are anointed with the Shaman HaMishcha. Question, but the second base of Mikdash, there was no Shaman HaMishcha because the Arain was hidden and the Shaman HaMishcha was hidden and there was no king. And even the Kain Gadol was only Merubim Magadim. So that's a very strange sight. Here it is. There's a prophecy about the times of the second base of Mikdash. And in the prophecy, he's seeing the king and the Kohen Gadol. And he sees these two olives. And the two olives somehow connote that the Melech and the Kohen Gadol are going to be anointed with the Shemina Mishcha. The only thing is, there's no Shemina Mishcha in the times of the second base of Mikdash. Says the Briskarov, but the Rambam Shita is the second base of Mikdash is Kitshal Asid Lavoy. And since it's Kishala Asalavai, in the times of the second base Hamikdash, there will be Shemin Hamishcha. Huh? But I thought it was hidden. Yeah. But when the third base Hamikdash is built, it's an extension of the second base Hamikdash. Because the Rambam Sheet is Kitsha Shnia, Kitshala Asalavai. So there, ain't, there is no third base Hamikdash. Did you know that? According to the Rambam, there's no third base Hamikdash. There's one and two. The second base Hamikdash is Kedusha, lasts until for all times. So there will be Shemana Mishra in times of the second base of Mikdash. So therefore, the Briskarov says, Vashapur Omar Lai, Shekadusha Zu, Yia Shnei Bnei Yitzar. There will be two Bnei Yitzar, namely the king and the Kain Gadol, through that Kedusha the Bayashani. Because according to the Ramam, it's all one Kedusha. Now, here's the key. The Rambam we've been discussing today. The Rambam says, Kedusha Rishayna was through Kibosh. And the Kibosh was Batal. So the Kedusha will become Batal. And the Kesef Mishnah asks, Is Kibosh weaker than Chazaka? Right? That's the question. The, the Kesef Mishnah, Ariyalib, your question was, Is Kibush weaker than Chazaka? How could it be conquering that is also taking possession will be Bata and Chazaka doesn't become Bata? Amnam be'emesloi kashmi. There's no question. Kedusha Rishon with Kibush and Chazaka. Which means that in order to make Kedusha you need Kibush. But the Kibush was Bata so there's no Kedusha. But Kedusha Shnia only needs Chazaka. And Chazaka is never batal. Why? Why is Chazaka never batal? That's where the Yushalmi comes in. We never Yushalmi in Shviyas. There's a Machloikis Amaroim. If Bayashani is Chayiv and Maisim and Torah, or they just accept upon themselves. According to the opinion that it's Chayiv and Torah, we learn it from the Pasuk. We're Makish. The Yerusha and Bayashani to Yerusha Savaisecha. Just like Um Bear with me here. 
But your forefathers were only after 14 years, seven of conquering and seven of dividing. But you, once you entered the land, you, you became Chayiv. Your forefathers were not Nishayiv until they acquired the whole Eretz Yisrael. You, every little piece of Eretz Yisrael that you, conquer, that you take possession of, you're Chayiv. Meaning, we learn from the Xeris HaKosov of that in the times of Bayashini, they were more in power than times of Bayashrishan in two ways. Number one, that in times of Bayashrishan, they had to wait 14 years. And in the times of Bayashini, they did not have to wait 14 years. And in times of Bayashrishan, they had to wait until everything was conquered. In times of Bayashini, they were, each piece of land that was taken and taken possession of was Chayv and Shubhasamaisos. Vahainu says the Briskarav. The Toiva of Kedusha Rishayna was through Kibush and Chiluk, but only after everything was conquered, that they're not under the Malchus. But Kedusha Shniya was without Kibush. And once they took part of it, even though they were under the Malchus of the Persians, it was Neskadesh. This is the advantage of Kedusha Shniya. The reason why the second Kedusha was sanctified without Kibush, they didn't know that yet. They didn't yet know that the second Kedusha was they didn't know Eretz Yisrael will be sanctified without kibush in the times of the second base Hamikdash. You know when it was innovated, when the Malach explained it to Zechariah. In other words, the Malach tells Zechariah, "Hey, do you understand what you're looking at? Do you understand why you're looking at a menorah with a king and a kain gadol who are being anointed, even though there's no shemen amishlan bayesheni?" And the truth is, he understood that he was being shown the second Beis HaMikdash, but he thought the second Beis HaMikdash needs conquering. He didn't know that you don't need to conquer at its own times the second Beis HaMikdash. So then, it would come out, if you have to conquer at its own times the second Beis HaMikdash, the Kedushas Haaretz will become battle, like Kedushas Rishayna. And... Therefore, he doesn't understand how it's possible that you could have a melech and a kohen gadol who are not anointed. So the malach says, no, you don't understand. These two olives in the nevuah, <coughs> you're probably wondering, there is no Shemna Mishcha in the times of Kitshashniya. But you're making a mistake. You don't know the Rambam. Let me explain to you the Rambam. The Rambam is in the times of the second base of Mikdash, you will not need to conquer Eretz Yisrael in the times of Beis HaMikdash. You don't need chayel, warriors. You don't need strength. What does that mean, Kiyam Beruchi? And therefore, Eretz Yisrael will last forever. And therefore, there will be Shem and Amishcha in the Bayasheni. When? When the third Beis HaMikdash is built. But that's the third. No, there's no such thing as the third. According to the Rambam, there's no such thing as the third Beis HaMikdash. The sanctity of the second Beis HaMikdash is forever and ever. 
The sanctity of the second minyan. In other words, according to the Rambam, Kedushas Hamikdash of Mashiach is already here for 2,000 years. Utehi Kedusha Achas And there will be Shemana Mishcha. And two Bnei Yitzar. This is the Nevuah that, that was Neschadesh, that they won't need Kibosh. Who says this? The Grach. But let's just explain. So what does it mean the second Beis HaMikdash was sanctified through Chazaka? L'chairah, what that means is, according to the Reb Chaim, I think we have one added insight into the Rambam. Namely, we started off, Ari Lebi asked, oh wait a second, time of the second Beis HaMikdash, how, how did we get our Yisrael? Well, we took possession. So the Goyim then came and they took possession. No, so the Navi is saying... The way we got Eretz Yisrael in the time of the second Mikdash, it's Xeris HaKosov. It's Baruchi, it's with my spirit. It's with my law. So if that's the case, that's something which is not Batal. Even though the Xeris HaKosov was that you get it through Chazaka, nevertheless it's through Baruchi, it sounds like that's not Batal. So these are three approaches in understanding the Rambam. Um, and answering the Kesef Mishnah's question, number one, the Taisus Yamtif, that Bayes Rishon we got through Law of the Jungle and therefore was taken away. Bayesheni was with Dasa Cheres Noisein. The Radvaz says that Bayesheni was Kedushas Hapeh. That also maybe could be read into the Nevuah, Loi Bechayel, Veloi Bechayach Kim Beruchi. Somehow Beruchi is Kedushas Hapeh. And Reb Chaim learns it's just Exeris HaKosov that the Yushalmi Darshans from the Pasuk of. The Pasuk of Vehetivacha Vehirbacha Meavaisecha that we were better off in times of Bayesheni than Bayes Rishain. Okay, Marv Rabbi this is the Sugya of Kitsha Rishaina, Kitsha Lashaita, the Kitsha La'asid Lavai. So it comes out according to the Rambam, two very important things. Number one, Kedushas Hamikdash is never battle. So we don't need Mashiach for Kedushas Hamikdash. And Kedushas Eretz Yisrael is never battle. Because it was with Chazaka and it can never be battle. So according to the Rambam, all we need Mashiach for is to destroy Amalek. But we don't even need Mashiach to build the base of Mikdash because according to the Rambam, Makrivim Kalar Karbonis Kulam, Afapishen Abayis Boni, you don't even need base of Mikdash to bring Karbonis. This is Shita Saramam in Kedushas HaMikdash and Kedushas Eretz Yisrael. Wishing everyone a wonderful day. Kol Tov. Bye-bye. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.